Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gail Morgan welcoming you to the Libertarian Counterpoints Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. You've heard their point, now listen to the counterpoint. Welcome to the Knuckleheads of Liberty. We are coming at you on August 4th, 2021. Uh, just sort of stumbling our way through this Biden administration. I, the news never ends, boy, I tell you, and it's uh, almost none of it's good. But before we get to our stories, let me introduce you to our panel. In our upper left-hand corner, we have Leon, the word Brathwaite, last word in liberty. He is a retired engineer in the state of California. In our upper right-hand corner, we have our screaming eagle of freedom, Tim Ebert. He is a pilot in the state of California. My name is Jason McPhee, and I'll be your host today. Um, so, uh, let's let's jump right into it. Uh, one of the stories this this time I guess a sort of a semi rare positive story <laughs> I guess uh, nowadays. Uh, but the the private space race has been heating up over the last few weeks, and uh, it, we've had uh, the um, uh, Branson uh, Richard Branson I believe of Virgin uh, had launched himself into low uh, Earth orbit, uh, uh, not. Uh, uh, just uh, about a month ago or so. And then that was followed by Jeff Bezos uh, of Amazon launching himself uh, into uh, orbit that's a little bit farther out. And of course, we all know about Musk, who's been, uh, <coughs> who sent a te- uh, Tesla quite a while ago into, uh, out into the, uh, just a, the, um, what do you call it, the, the solar system, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and uh, certainly he has a lot of projects going on as well. Uh, but uh, that's just uh, sort of a, you know, a, a miracle of of markets. Uh, the idea that these guys are are uh, essentially touching the heavens in ways that uh, people only thought government could do at one point, um, and and the idea that that's fueled by markets is is just quite an accomplishment. And so I have a an article here to share. Let me see if I can pull that up. Uh, and. Uh, so here in this uh, particular article, uh, it's from CNN Business, and uh, for once, not fake news. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, it's funny, out of all the tall tales, you'd think, you know, uh, you know, private companies going into space might be one of them, but it's not. This is, this is real stuff here. And so this kind of shows the orbits uh, of, of where these guys uh, have been going to. And so uh, at Jeff uh, Bezos, Blue Origin, uh company they went up uh, 65 miles of, above the uh, uh the surface of the earth and richard branson 53.5 and so this is that has real implications for uh technological innovation and um uh you know uh, quicker travel uh as well from place to place uh on the earth um so, so there's some uh, uh, big innovations and of course as these guys do this they'll be driving down the cost of those technologies as well through this competition which is one of the really miraculous things right we used to have nasa giant behemoth organization eventually the they started to become this uh you know less and less innovative uh agency as, as generally happens with government entities and to the point where you know they were having accidents and they weren't getting anything up there and so finally uh, they, uh, the government has sort of latched on to private industry now and they're contracting with these guys. And so it's really, uh, you know, quite the accomplishment what these guys are doing. Uh, but on that same note, while these guys are doing this incredible stuff, 
uh, we have Bernie Sanders. <laughs> you know, the socialists want to keep us all equally grounded. <laughs> and, so, you know, and it's just, you know, you just want to shake your head, you know, look at this stuff. I mean, here these guys are trailblazing and, and you got guys like uh, uh, Sanders telling Musk we should focus on Earth instead. And, uh, you know, here's a picture of him in his mask, uh, you know, telling the confident Musk, uh, you know, how things should be. And, and, and the specific quote that comes out of the article, he says, space travel is an exciting idea, but right now we need to focus on Earth and create a progressive tax system uh, so that children don't go hungry. People uh, are not homeless and all Americans have health care. So, you know, again, you know, government's been focusing on that stuff for the last 30 years. I mean, what's going to change? <laughs> All right. You know, these guys are doing something. And, you know, he wants to rain on the parade, take his uh, resources away and spread them out. You guys got any thoughts on this? It's just. Well, my, my first thought is that he talks as if the progressive tax system still needs to be created, like it hasn't already been created and it's right. in full force. Um, and. You know, the the other thing uh, is uh, Musk and his company, you know, which has never turned. Well, it's it's there's been a couple of quarters where it's turned a profit, but, you know, barely, uh, you know, just just proves. I don't know if it's really free market. I think there's a lot of, um, you know, cheap <laughs> debt and uh, the the fact that that people will buy uh, stock in companies that are losing money uh with with reckless abandon and they'll they'll pump you know b billions into these companies with reckless abandon and some of those billions are even not only just blown on uh stupid ideas for manufacturing electric cars that musk has come up with but also um you know i ideas like like this which uh, on uh, one hand, probably wouldn't be considered stupid, but I'd, I'd feel a little bit guilty about using that money uh, from from debt, essentially, to uh, finance it. But um, the other two guys, I, I haven't looked into Branson. Uh, Leon might know more, but uh, his uh, Virgin companies uh, probably have uh, turned a profit. And I know for sure Amazon yeah, yeah. has. Amazon is cash rich. Um you know, they leave a lot of their money in the company. And if uh, they want to uh, utilize some of that money to create another uh, income stream, uh, even if it's rich people uh, getting their jollies by going off into space, so be it. You know, I, I have nothing against that uh, whatsoever. Um, a little worried about Musk, but... Uh, you know the the rest of these guys can um, can go up into space and the, you know, uh, <clears throat> but but what people on the left are are saying, judging from Facebook memes, is that uh, gee, if they got that much money to go off into space, then obviously they're not being taxed enough. I mean, because <laughs> because the alternative, the alternative, we all know uh, the government would spend that money that they're wasting going into space so much better. Yeah, so they, wise. They'll be so wise. They are so wise, and we all know that they would do such a good job of it, just like they've done with NASA, that, uh, you know, why would we want to allow this level of low taxation to exist? You know, if Bernie Sanders 
and AOC who are live in biblical times, we will still be using the donkey and the horse as the main port, <laughs> as the main source of transportation. Equal. There's no doubt equally. about it. <laughs> <laughs> these, yes. Yes. These people are high on insanity. Seriously. I mean, look at the innovations and the creativity involved in this. And think looking forward in, into um, in, in going down the road, all the inventions that will come out of this thing, consumer products that we will all use. And how could you look at all that and still come up with this nonsense of Bernie Sanders talking about we have to focus on Earth? Well, where do you think the creativity is occurring? Right here on Earth, Mr. Idiot. You know, you should shut him out sometimes. It will be a good thing, you know, Bernie Sanders. Just keep quiet and go with your little socialist utopia find well i should say socialist dystopia wherever you can find it maybe go back to vermont <laughs> or whatever and go live on a little socialist farm up there and see how it works out for you this damn nonsense just keep ringing in my ears listen to you people with your incoherence they, they're almost as incoherent as biden right uh, biden is incoherent in real these people have a little bit of eloquence but they're incoherent in their logic and it's so it, it's so distasteful that it's, it's just ruining my day every time I think about it. It almost sounds like they're coherently illogical. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what, Tim? I'm going to steal that, but I'm not going to give you credit. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> you know, you know, one of the impressive things about this whole story, though, is is the idea that uh, you know, government. You know, maybe it has a role in space in terms of you know uh, trying to uh, trying to regulate the debris that might fall out of space. You know, say, hey, sure. look, uh, there's too much junk out there, or you know, the space garbage. I mean, anybody who's seen the movie Gravity, you know, can kind of appreciate the idea that that there's a lot of stuff floating around out there, and and uh, you know, just from all of the different companies and governments who've shot things out into space, and then the stuff just you know turns into the junk after a while and eventually decays in its orbit. But um, it, it, the crazy thing is, though, I think this is teaching us is that you know, even though government may have a role, government doesn't have to be the deliverer of the space travel. And I mean, I think about the analogy of public schools, and I mean, here we are. You know, you know, government maybe can have some role in education, but why does it need a monopoly in the delivery of education? And exactly. that's what we've seen exactly. that's just been so harmful to both space travel and now to, you know, schools as well. Yeah. And, you know, one of the uh, things that came out of the pandemic was that, uh, you know, we had these private schools, that, you know, it's a very small minority of schools are private, but... Um, you know, we had these private schools and the government shut them down as well. So, I mean, not right. only did the government exercise its own poor judgment on public schools, but it, it carried that over onto private schools, too, which is where people are trying to get away from, you know, yeah. those, uh, the, yeah. these bad government directives. And so uh, there was recently a decision that came down uh, from the Ninth Circuit uh, that said that this was unconstitutional, that California shutting down, uh, the locking down these private schools was unconstitutional. I'm going to read you just a small snippet of it so that uh, you can appreciate it a little bit. But uh, it said California, this is a, a decision, by the way, by Judge Daniel Collins and uh, apparently joined by uh, another judge, uh, uh, Eugene Seiler. And so essentially it says uh, California's forced closure of the private schools implicates a right that has long been considered fundamental under the applicable case law. The right of parents to control their children's education and to choose their children's education 
national forum. Um, and then he goes on to say, the Supreme Court has long held that the right of parents to make decisions concerning the care, custody, and control of their children is a fundamental liberty uh, interest uh, protected by the Due Process Clause, <laughs> and that this right includes the right of parents to be free from state interference with the choice of the educational forum itself. So I, I, I go on to get into some of the specifics about, you know, uh, uh, distance learning and all that. But I, I just thought th those were pretty powerful and clear words uh, in in the case of, of, of parental liberty in choosing their kids' education. And I, I just wish we had more of that and yeah. more school choice. Uh, uh, but anyways, uh, you guys have any thoughts on that, uh, that uh, article? Most of these opinions, Jason, about education and other things, I mean, they just don't go far enough in terms of solidifying our rights as parents. I'm a parent, all of us here are parents. I think the government have encroached upon this right so much that many of us are feeling helpless as parents. Do you know in some states, a teenage girl could have an abortion without parental consent? Do you know in some states, teenagers could have vaccines without parental consent? That is going on right now as we speak. Well, and, and, and the, the government, the federal government, is looking to provide hormones recently to kids without parental consent as well, which is kind of crazy. There you go. So so education is great. I I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad about the outcome of this uh, of this case, and I, I'm glad that the, the court, the Ninth Circuit ruled in favor of the parents who were the plaintiffs in, in this case. I'm really happy about it. But most of these opinions do not go far enough in terms of solidifying the rights of parents to raise their kids as they see fit. Now, I'm not talking about cases where there's obvious abuse and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there are, certainly there, there's that role for government when there are crimes being committed against a child. Of course, I would never support anything like that. But we are seeing things that should clearly be in the hands of the parent being taken away by, by the government and governmental authority. And this is something that we must stop and we must stop soon. Otherwise, pretty soon the government will come into our homes and tell us we can't even, what to feed our children. This, this is ridiculous. This is beyond belief. So I am glad how this, 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 how this case turned out. I'm really happy about it. But I want these cases to go further because these too, there are too much governmental regulations that are encroaching upon our rights and, our, and uh, encroaching upon our civil liberties Aspirants. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree with all that. And it's, uh, gee, it's almost like government's trying to pick winners and losers this time. The losers <laughs> are the private schools and the winners are the public schools because we know that they will never stop paying uh, their teachers and whoever they lay off uh, at all. Uh, yes. However, in a private school, you close them down. Now they've got an issue with uh, income and uh, being able to, uh, you know, pay themselves and pay their bills, so on and so forth. So just like any other private company. Uh, so um, once again, uh, their policy uh, is disproportionately harmful to the private enterprise. Uh, so uh, considering that all of this uh, government largesse is, well, I, 
I used to say this, okay? I had this canned thing. It's like all of it depends on the private sector economy to support it. However, now with the ability to just print wealth, you know, I mean, out of nothing at, yeah. at the Eccles building. That, trillion here, uh, trillion there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. The, what's, exactly. Yeah. So now yeah. I, I have to stop myself and say that, no, it's not really the private economy that supports this whole behemoth, but it is central banking that does it now. So we're all safe, okay? We can do that as much as we want to. It's a self-licking ice cream cone. <laughs> well, Tim, you know, you, you mentioned too the winners and losers. The sad thing is with the schools and them trying to force everybody into government schools and eliminate private schools, they're essentially making everybody losers. There are no winners in this case yes. other than the people getting paid. Uh, that's it. So it's just it's a sad, sad story because it's future generations that are going to pay for this lack of this thing. Yeah. Well, it's, it's I heard there's a teacher's uh, lobby, but I've never heard of a student's lobby that goes exactly. to uh, to uh, um, the um, Washington. Right. Yes. When in, in a free market, that would be the customer, right? And the parents <laughs> and the kids choosing together right. which schools they're going to go to. And exactly. So exactly. exactly. Yeah, with with mutually beneficial exchange as part of that. Yeah. Exactly. You know, there's um <clears throat> there's a hypocrisy in this thing that I just I just I just can't help but mention. I can't help myself on this. I am sorry, I apologize. But this Gavin Newsom, who was who was the main architect of these lockdowns and that kind of stuff. It's such a hypocrite. Boy, I hope they recall that man. It's such a hypocrite. He locked down, he locked down the, the, um, the, 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 the public schools. He locked down the private schools. Some of the private schools were able to stay open. You know what Gavin Dusam is doing to his school-aged children? He's sending them to the private schools. Since last November. Send them to the private schools where the public schools are locked down. So his kids are getting the wonderful and personal instruction as they should. I don't, I don't fault him for having that ability, but why should he need? Why should he be denying that to everybody else? Why? Yeah. But well, you know, yeah. this is Gavin Newsom. And you know, it's it's. I, I hate to get too diverted onto this, but oh my gosh, we're in we're in California, and we have a recall coming up in September, and uh, you know, of, of <clears throat> Governor Gavin Newsom. And gosh, I, I tell you, we, we hear this. Uh, uh, what do they call it? A gaslighting from the media yeah. of the, the the lefty media, where they'll say, "What has he done wrong? It's just been tough times because yeah, of the yeah. pandemic." <laughs> I mean, they're forgetting the fact that. Uh, you know, he wound up losing billions of dollars to prisoners uh, handing out this money, you know, the, the yeah. billions of dollars during the lockdown. Uh, he sent, as Leon said, he sent his own kids to private school while comfortably being comfortable locking down uh, the, the uh, public schools. It's just, uh, you know, he, he was sitting there saying we need mask mandates and to shut down businesses while he's off at a fabulous uh Restaurant with the French uh, laundry, health, the French health, laundry with health lobbyists, no less. Yeah. You know, <laughs> healthcare <laughs> lobbyists. Uh, you know, at, at this thing, I, you know, it just you, you you can't make this stuff up. And and then the media will say, "Well, what did he do wrong?" You know, he's. I, it's, <laughs> it's just, this is I, about you know this is about the biggest failure you can see in government, uh, both nationally and statewide. Sorry, Timmy, go ahead. No, that's. Uh... It's, I don't know what I was thinking. It was something that you were talking about there. It's, you know, I don't think he, uh, I don't think uh, these people made that up. I think he had a hand in it. Um, <laughs> at least the Democratic National Committee did. And 
you know, all their expert speech writers and, you know, marketing, uh, experts, uh, that, uh, that had a hand in all that, uh, you know, of course, of course, but you know, I, I don't, we'll see, we'll see what happens if, if voters, uh, are swayed by that, or if there's just not enough people that, uh, see that he's, uh, just totally cut out the legislature, uh, totally against the constitution. Once again, the hermetically sealed constitution of the state of California, they may as well pull it out of its container and burn it on the steps uh, up there in Sacramento uh, and uh, and and have a, a nice little uh, media um, presentation and uh, make sure it makes it to the uh, evening news. And then we can all celebrate the the the, the final honest uh destruction of the constitution uh instead of playing this this ridiculous um uh theater uh constitutional theater or what is it i mean they don't even do that i mean they don't have the, the decency to even even pretend to to follow the constitution whether it's state or whether it's federal it doesn't matter that you know the rules are meant to be broken by by them why because they're God's ordained uh, lords over all of us. And so I'm gone. I'm going. Well, I, I can tell that you're triggered, but that's actually a great I'm segue triggered. for our good guys <laughs> with gun segment, Tim. Oh, <laughs> you want to tell us about it happened this year? Good guys with guns. Good guys with guns. Okay. Well, th this was earlier in the year. This is from January out of Hesperia, California. And a Hesperia homeowner fended off an armed man. No one dies, by the way who was trying to break into his home, exchanging gunfire until the man ran away. The wild early morning shootout was caught on camera, like those little surveillance cameras, and the suspect turned out to be a neighbor who lived only a few doors down. Just remember that. Never trust your neighbors. The incident happened early Monday morning when the family heard someone trying to break into their home. I see him. He's trying to kick the door in, demanding to come in. Then I see him pull out a gun. The homeowner uh, ushered his wife and child into a closet for safety while he went to grab his own gun. He came back to the front door and could see the man pointing his gun. At that point, they both started shooting at each other through the door. The two exchanged gunfire through the door for less than a minute before the man ran away on foot, firing a shot at another home in the neighborhood as he fled. Good, good measure, I guess. A few minutes later, sheriff's deputies showed up and eventually found and arrested the suspect in the neighborhood. The homeowner said the man turned out to be his neighbor, but they didn't know each other or have any previous interaction. The home was left with bullet holes in the walls and doors. The homeowner was armed with a 9mm and says from the bullet casing, it appears the intruder had a 22. And they later identified him as Eric Contreras, 39, resident of Hesperia. He was arrested and booked for attempted murder, shooting into an inhabited dwelling, attempted robbery, and felon in possession of a firearm and ammunition. Oh, my God. I can't How? believe it. The, the gun laws didn't work. <laughs> That's against the law. Wasn't he thinking of that when he went and bought that gun? I'm breaking the law. And he bought that ammunition back when it was... That was top of the year, so it was, you know, illegal for him to do that because he was a felon. Yet, in spite of that, he did it. I can't believe that 
the gun yeah. laws in California that everybody voted on going, oh, that's a great idea, <laughs> did not prevent this uh, felon from acquiring a gun and ammunition. It's just incredible. <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> we all shocked. We all shocked him. We, all <laughs> we shocked. are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All of us, except for the dumb morons that voted for all this stuff. Well, that, well, clearly, clearly, we need another law. That's a, oh, yeah. <laughs> we need another law yeah. to make sure yeah. that the other law works. That's the there, ought to, there ought to be there ought to be a law against bringing a twenty-two to a gunfight with a nine millimeter. Yeah. We need we need another insane law to fix the last insane law, Jason. Yes, exactly. you're right. <laughs> Well, speaking of insane laws, and uh, um, oh, there's there's our knucklehead noise patrol. Uh, so insane laws and other uh, crazy stuff that we hear people say. So uh, this time I want to uh, bring you a story of, um, I, I guess it's sort of a, a, the craziness that's going on with the language right now. Um, so apparently uh, uh, there was a, a recent story in the university uh uh, of California uh, Medical School, um, there's apparently a doctor who apologized to his class for basic biology. Apparently, he apologized for using the term "pregnant women." I mean, this is this is <laughs> this is a University of California medical school, okay? Medical school. <laughs> and apparently, the the doctor had used the term to his students pregnant women and then he caught him it doesn't say whether the doctor was a male or a female this was a this was reported uh, by katie herzog through barry weiss's substat okay so but, but apparently uh you know he he said he or he she said they should have used the term pregnant people <laughs> okay and so apparently the the uh, professor uh to went to his students and this was I, I believe this was caught on video or audio and he said uh, i don't want you to think that i am in any way trying to imply anything by the use of pregnant women um and if you can summon uh, some generosity to forgive me i would really appreciate it again i am very sorry for that uh, it was certainly not my intention to offend anyone the worst thing that I can do as a human being is to be offensive. I said, when a woman is pregnant, which implies that only women can get pregnant, and I most sincerely apologize uh, to all of you. And this is a doctor, a medical doctor at a university teaching future doctors. <laughs> we, in, we in big trouble. We in big trouble. You know, Ben, ben Shapiro said, facts don't care about their feelings. Well, feelings, feelings don't care about their facts either. Okay, feelings don't care about their facts. God help us. Imagine that. First, we had Burton people, and now we have come to find out that other people, other than women, could get pregnant. God help us. Well, I, maybe I may want to get pregnant. I've never had that experience. Okay? <laughs> I've got somebody pregnant, my wife, but I've never had the experience of being pregnant myself. Maybe I should go experience that, according to this doctor, since it looked like I could. Well, well make, make sure you have your prescription for the pill, because, you know, <laughs> we, we don't want to take any chances, right? <laughs> I, I, are you done there, Leon? Yeah, I'm done. I'm okay, done. well, I think the worst thing that this guy can do is not to be offensive. The worst thing this guy can do is teach medical school at this point. I, I think he just needs to, or she or whoever it is, needs to resign and just um, forget about it because uh, 
anybody that that would uh, believe that uh, men can can get pregnant uh you know they uh, what can i say quit while you're ahead you could rather that scary. yes yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> well you know the scary thing about this is you can see the fear in this doctor you know he's apologizing prophetically uh oh yeah he's worried about his, exactly. worried about their job yeah, exactly. And that, that's, that's the really scary part about yeah. this is the, is the oppression that this is causing on yes. people and just their normal speech to just speak like crazy people so that they, they make sure they don't run afoul of whatever the rules are. But, you know, we're coming up right on the rules of uh, the end of our show, <laughs> what time it is. And uh, so uh, thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you at the next one. And until then, stay free. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye.